It's the boys of Jared's place. Episode eight. Well, we got to get the timing down on that. <laughs> that uh, bang, bang. At the end. We'll nail it. Also, it's episode nine. You said episode eight <laughs> last week. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. man. Off to a hot start. You just lose track sometimes. Yeah. But the big plus is. Well, it's spring. It's winter. It's summer. It's the middle of winter. <laughs> it's summer. That meme has been hitting so hard. Like there's been bike videos posted with that. It just hits so hard right now it's too. So good. It, it's spring. It's like officially spring though. So, I mean, we have the, the trees are flowering. Mm-hmm. Climb trail has some flowering trees. The briars on have come back alive. And our Weed eating ever. season. Mm-hmm. The grass is growing. Top of the shuttle trail has some more colors blooming. Looks pretty nice out there. Yeah top of the road i guess yeah we were just talking about what yeah all the that, yeah. the trees with yeah. the purple flowers yeah but nice. sometimes we get confused between the shuttle loop and the shuttle trail so could be anywhere on the mountain yeah everything's blooming but anyways we got a little diddle now yeah thank you dad for coming through with the, the banjo diddle i'm sure player might get something it's good. I like post, it. A post podcast intro going. Yeah, we can actually Hopefully. cut it together but, and yeah. put something in. But I think I think they're both good options. One's a good intro, one's a good outro. Yeah. Tim came through. Yep. Thanks, trying Tim. to act like he doesn't know how to play banjo and then bring in some heat like that. Right. <laughs> Straight fire. Slaps. So weekend was beautiful. We'll do a little bit of a trail check. I know a little, a few things happened Thursday, but we had a nice weekend, slow yeah. Saturday. Rain scared everyone a little bit, but the trails were nice on Saturday. I believe that. Really nice. This weekend was... Sunday. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but it was nice. Bigger crowd came out Sunday. Definitely enjoyed it. I tacky dirt on Sunday until it turned dusty. I mean, morning time was still good. Yeah. But Yeah, sun and tires will do that. Mm-hmm. It was warm, though. It was really spring vibes, for sure. For sure. Yep, it was going to be... I think it was Sunday. I said it was going to be the nicest. Was said to Chris Ken. He was out like this is probably the nicest day of the year. It was like high sixties, like perfect blue day. And yep, in a week it'll be ninety again. And I think it's buddy. I think it's fake spring. I think it's going to get cold again a little bit. We'll see. We'll see though. But I think we didn't get any snow that sticked this winter so far, which is bummer. It happens sometimes. That's right. We got snow. It just, I mean, stuck for an hour maybe. Last year, I think we got three snows that stuck until 10 a.m. Yeah. Stuck. Until the sun starts hitting it. Yeah. Sticks it was in the a shade. lot colder last winter for sure. Yeah. But we're out of winter and we have new stuff. So we have new step ups. Um, Backwoods was. The step up on Backwoods has been revamped. It's a little taller, right, Will? Yeah, it's like two feet taller and like five feet longer. It's way bigger, for sure. It looks bigger. Um, That definitely won't be open this weekend, unfortunately. That spot that had rutted, it was hard pack under there, but it was still a little spongy when we put the new dirt on there. And Nick quad packed ever living shit out of it and it was still a little spongy so yeah we're gonna give that a week to get rock hard before it goes back to supercross ruts yeah. i post that on my stories like i know everyone loved the the ruts but it was time for a change <laughs> and so many people told me they they got hurt 
Oh no! Due to the ruts, Spuds got tossed on it. So yeah. Alex was behind Spuds on Sunday. Beautiful day on Sunday. Josh was like, "Anyone want to clock out early?" I immediately raised my hand. It was four o'clock. I was like, "Hour left of laps." Oh yeah, sign me up. But uh, right when I got over there, because I'd run some lunch laps with Alex, Matt, and all of them that were out. But uh, right when I got over there, Matt had apparently just tossed himself on that oh, no. because of the whoops. And Alex is right behind him. He's like, "Dude." His front tire ended up in one set of ruts. His back tire ended up in the other set of ruts. And when he went through it, it was just like grabbed it. It was like, dung. <laughs> just tossed him over the handlebars and just like, got yeah. yeeted over it. It's like fine until you get sloppy and then do something like that where you're like not lining straight into it or you catch miscatch ruts or something. Well, it's just they were go, deep. I wrote it super fast into it. And the ruts after this weekend were like hard pack ruts and like a good like the middle one was probably six inches deep oh yeah and the wall of it was hard too so if you yeah. did like if you had a wrong angle it would grab your tire and strain it back out mm -hmm. so. and it like pushed in the flat bottom which made it like almost like buck you right at the bottom of it so it's just pressing in. cool look but nice it, it refresh looked, on look it look sick i know jared loved it but it was it's too too fast and too poppy of a jump for yeah for ruts Got to yeah. keep it smooth this time. I, we had Not a great lap bad. on that trail, though, and I, I think rethinking about that trail, it's just it's a fun ride with the boys type of lap, which like double wide kind of is, but backwoods isn't super super fast overall, right? And with the splits and everything, you can kind of keep everyone stays closer and it stays like watching everyone ride and ripping through sections. So it's yep. like it's a really good riff with buddies because especially with like the splits in there where you can like go do different things like someone can hit the drop and someone else can come out of the rock garden from the go around and stuff you like the bottom section i do i like the bottom section a lot didn't you uh hit the drop for the first time i did sick i did the i didn't wood die drop or yeah, the, the, wood drop. the trail gap drop. no i haven't hit the trail gap yet it doesn't look at even worse than the wood drop it's just coming out of that turn the it's, tight turn it's and so setting up much it. easier then the wood drop it's like not a harsh landing at all yeah. the wood drop is harsh landing now, i thought the wood drop felt smooth when i went through it overall and y'all just redid it too didn't you or the turn out after well, it? not the not the landing but the, the turn after. that turn that turn got a lot of people during the race oh yeah um it's easy it I was so the problem with it was the rider's right side if you're not all the way over to the left was like almost a little like roll kind of a drop into the berm, mm -hmm. which I think got a lot of people. So cleaned up the entrance. It's not as tight of a berm anymore and it's a whole lot taller and a whole lot steeper. Thinking so. about it and, and I think it's lined up right, but it's easy. I don't do the berm gap in and that's, I guess, perspective on it. So like you can skip high on the turn and just not hit the berm gap into the wood drop. Oh yeah. So there's a line up there now. It's just how it goes. Like right. It is how it's it goes. Especially fine. after yeah. a race and everything like that. But coming through that way, it kind of more instinctively set me up at going left to right on the drop, which when you land puts you far inside on the turn, which I would bet was happening to people Probably. because it's easy to go too fast and realize you're landing. Like if you go across that drop, realize you're landing far right and there's no turn left when you're on the far right side. Like, right. Yeah. You're gonna have to ninety the hell out of that turn. So which you still have the ninety the the hell out of it if you're going far right, but it's not a it's a much smoother transition into the burn. That's good then. So now. if you line so. that up wrong, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. it was good. That was my first hit at. I've passed it up a couple of times, and I was finally Alex hit it, and then Matt's like, "You want to hit it?" I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." So we went through it. It went smoother than I thought it was going to. 
That's I think sick. the momentum carries you through the compression well, even like if you yeah. don't hit this steep down or down part or whatever. It was nice. Yeah. Good. But I mean, I'm just also just a pro rider at this point too. So yeah, you've been riding a lot. Riding a lot. <laughs> Professional. Two midway laps pedal today. That's pretty good for. And, I, and late afternoon ride it was it's just such beautiful weather it's hard not to i yeah. mean that's why like when sunday i was trying to ride as much as i could and i know we got some rain coming up this week but i was like it's just such nice weather mm -hmm. i'm gonna go again and the, and, the, the and, big news is you got chance following yeah and it helps wear him out a lot which yeah. kind of he's still two laps chased my ass all the way down simple green and double yeah. wide right on my tire came back to the parking lot and still had to chase the birds around the parking lot for five <laughs> to ten minutes just was not done with it yet. He's going to catch one of those seagulls one day. He's sleeping now. He's not mm -hmm. in the crate tonight. Mm -hmm. Knock on wood. Well, then speaking of backwood, so the the turn after the wood drop was redone. I saw Nick down lower today working on some other stuff. What else did y'all do on it? On backwood. backwoods? Yeah. Was the roller double or the big double? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So right out, right out of that corner, there's the optional line on the right. The first gap stayed the same, and then the second one is like two feet closer, so not as far of a pull, and like half a foot taller of a lip. So and actually should, a lip. Yeah, an actual like a lip. Not so roller doubles. Hopefully that will make that flow a little bit better. I don't think any, like I saw Dean got it. I, don't, I haven't seen anyone else get it though. I know some people get Before. it, but it, yeah, but I mean, it's, it looked like a pool. The lip definitely will help a lot. Yeah. It was like such a short lip to pull off of it. You had to like, just basically bunny hop as hard as you fucking could. <laughs> now it's a little bit more of a flow. Yeah. Thing. Hopefully it, it floats a little better. And then, it the, should. And then the step yeah. up, step up, we're keeping the lower, I guess, third of backwoods closed for the weekend. So the step yeah. up and everything can dry. Yeah, that'll be closed for the weekend. I think we've learned getting some rain on it, which we'll have rain tomorrow and probably Friday. And then having some rain and then it getting baked by the sun again um, should help with that. And yeah. Next week it'll be prime. Yeah. Because um, a lot of the rain. And I guess just kind of foot traffic on Armucci has packed in the beginning of that trail really well. So yeah. some rain, some time, and then eventually some tires on it will be good for it. Yeah, like after you know the second bridge on Armucci right yeah. after it, that was like literally all water running through there before I redirected the creeks. all that clay. Yeah, and then it I put. I put rocks down, like as much rock as I possibly could, and yeah. then top coated it with dirt, mm -hmm. and it was just straight mush. But after all that, it seems to be rock hard. Yeah, after like we haven't a couple weeks. done anything. It's just yeah, ready to go. Honestly, yeah. So yeah, they're getting maybe not, a, maybe a not week left. Our Muchi is ready to go, but like some parts. Of yeah, it, no, sure. it's not ready um, to go. But we you still guys have probably have a week left of finishing. Yep. Um. So we still have lopping and raking to do on that stuff that has already hardened. And then once we catch up to where Will has recently machined, we can do our regular finishing routine. And yeah, maybe a week, week and a half. Yeah. Depends Next week on, seems doable for sure. Yeah, it depends on the weather. Yeah. But for sure. A lot of people are excited for that. It's going to set up some good stuff. Well, Today you mentioned it and the step up on the the Drew trail. You mentioned it. 
Oh yeah, the laps or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you come down yeah. off of Armucci Express, dump right back in the shuttle trail and hit the the step up and like session that. So you could warm up on air supply, come down Armucci Express, and then session that big old step yeah, up. Yeah, you're gonna build. need it because that step up is completely different. It's a lot taller. Yeah. For all of our regulars that listen and have um, hit that the shuttle trail step up, the optional one at the bottom of the shuttle trail, the you know it's usually the first one you hit in the day. That jump is no longer a hit it first to get warmed up for the day, unless you're like Nick and really good. Yeah, it's got a but little, it's got a little bit of rowdiness added to it. I've had like maybe a month off the bike, and I was just puckered on it today. <laughs> looked good. I mean, looked decent. You looked decent. You Not were good. getting over it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's easy to clear. Yeah, it is just fast and a very tall and poppy lip. Yeah, um, it's two two and a half feet taller than it was. Oh yeah, and a good bit steeper. The landing and the is gap huge. is longer. Um, Entrance was cleaned up. There's like an eight foot case pad on the landing though, which is huge. nice. I landed basically on top of it today, and it's really not that bad. This is a plus um, of step ups, right? The momentum yeah. killing of the step up feature. Like. Yeah, running got a touch, got a touch up for sure. The berm into it is crazy because that looked like y'all could come in a lot better watching you today and everything. Yeah, I mean it's it's truly trail speed now. Yeah, yeah, because um, before like we told people not to pedal. Yeah, maybe even use brakes on that spot, and now we're. It's big enough that we could actually build that berm because it wasn't really a berm. It's just kind of the bank into yeah. the roll-in. But now it's you could push into it and get a lot of speed. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy for me, I think. I mean, I haven't hit any other jumps since being back on the bike recently, but uh, our bigger jumps out here. But it's probably the scariest jump we have, at least for me. Um curious to see how that goes with uh our customers even more I know so that than was that. i know that that was one that a lot of people got hurt on before it's definitely more intimidating looking now mm -hmm. um, i think less people will try to try to attempt it which will help with that but well a lot of people getting hurt is a, it's a two-part story right because there were a good get a beat good bit of people that got hurt doing that first where even in the previous one it was probably still too much of a warm-up for them but they were just all pumped saw the trail feature and hit it right that right. definitely still happened even with the other one which took less speed and you could oh yeah it. yeah that, so i it, mean that's it that's yeah. it right there and then it was also it's a pedalable close feature for at the end of the day it's right there so then people are coming back at the end of the day and they're tired and they're like oh we, we can go hit this let's session this get some session in and then you end up like being tired and just wrecking shit at the end of the day, yeah. trying to hit something like that. So it's, it, it is one of the closest features that's easily sessionable with that pedal that you built too. So we did have a lot of people when it was running good that would just like, Oh, let's go hit that at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a great, it's still, I mean, great spot, an amazing for session jump. Yeah. Like it's so easy to just whip around and go hit it again. Top, you go from just top of the big roller, three super light cranks, no brakes all the way into it perfect speed but that is the main trail that everyone uses to get over to the shuttle so if you are sessioning it early is. in the we're, morning we're gonna put a whole lot more signs up yeah going into it. pay attention to that if you're trying to session it the riders coming down do have right away to yep. sessioning so yeah but yeah it's a that was it was a cool watching you and nick hit it nick sends it so so high yeah he was hitting the branches that 
We didn't even think that they. Yeah, Nick is uh, <laughs> nuts. He's he hasn't been on the bike for a month either. He's been in Wyoming skiing. And he just comes out and big sender guy. He just got all of his tricks on lock. And trying to lose this microphone it. stand over here. This yeah. table sucks. And <laughs> I bought you this nice microphone stand. You can't even make it work. We need a nice table now. Yep. Yep, we do. I can make it work. I just can't move it anywhere. <laughs> I didn't move it at all. It just pulls it. <laughs> You're doing great, bud. Oh God, Blair, don't don't break the whole table. It's okay. It'll 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 work, right? And it's still falling. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. It'll work for it now. It probably will fall again. Um. Well, is that all the trail updates? Um, new cut through, new cut through. Super quick. It took yeah. like ten minutes today, but the end of senior. Um, me and Josh looked at it. I had had it on my mind for a while, but you, at the end of senior, you have to go down the gravel road to take the that last little bit of trail, or you go down drop zone to that. So we just put directly across the gravel road where senior exits right into simple green. Oh, that's cool. So you can get that last little bit of trail if you really want to. Yeah. I think, I think that'll get more tires on it than drop zone. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather. That's that a nice section. That, that last yeah. section after the revamp is a lot of fun. Yeah. Like the rhythm. Yeah. Stuff. We don't, we got to get, that's one thing you can get at Home Depot tomorrow is a stop sign in the morning. A stop sign. They'll, they have signs. Yeah. But you have to stop before you jump before in that going trail. into simple. Yeah. Luckily, that's a slower speed part. You're coming around that turn. Most riders on simple green struggle to carry like a ton of speed through there. Well, yeah, and you won't have a. You have to kind of pedal up that last bit mm -hmm. of senior anyway. But someone's someone's gonna not pay attention and get t-boned right there. Most likely, yeah, it'll happen once, maybe twice. Yeah, maybe, so, but. That was our that was a little addition. So I did the just quick distraction if there's anything else, but um I did the Narnomies, Narnome podcast. Just uh Josh is a customer that's come out a couple of times and he's randomly knows a high school friend I knew really well, Josiah. And it was just like a random connection. He's like, dude, just come hang out, mate, Josiah. Like you haven't y'all haven't seen each other in forever and we'll just do a podcast. I'm like, that's cool. It was pretty fun. But we were talking about it and when like one of the things he struggled with, which we see a lot out here, and it's just something it doesn't matter how many signs we put out there. People get in the freaking zone when they're riding and they just ignore signs sometimes. So he talked about his story when he almost, he was just riding through air supply and he almost blew it off the drop on air supply. And he's like, came down in his shop. He was telling me, he's like, there wasn't like a sign or anything. And I, I specifically remember the thing because the next day I hiked up, went and looked. And I was like, there better be a sign because that's a pretty big drop. The sign was up. I was like, there's a sign man. He goes, man, I should probably pay more attention when I'm riding. I was like, yeah, especially when you're pre-riding like a big trail like that, which is it's easy. It's I, really easy to get in your like your eye line right it. in front of you. I totally get it. Like I have never I mean, I know our trails like the back of my hand, but I never, ever noticed that there's signs on anything and there's signs all over. The oh, there's place. tons of signs. So, I, I mean, for someone that's pre-riding or even someone that's riding it all the time, like to. To blow by a sign is super easy, but it's just trail sense. Like, 
all of them none of them are like all of a sudden stop in the middle of the trail like it's a trail intersection yeah it's a caution there's a feature it's a yield to another trail because you're at a trail intersection or a stop so yeah yeah i I think it's more about common trail sense than you know having the signs are there for your safety and you got to pay attention to them but also i mean i get it it's hard to pay attention to trail to signs and try and ride yeah yeah we could always try to figure out what other bike parks are doing because i mean i remember when i went to snowshoe they had flags on like all of their features and it's kind of intuitive yeah flags are a good thing like the little stake flags yeah it's like white for a like a drop or something and a blue for a, a jump and then like another color for like a mandatory thing so um maybe it's <laughs> oh, God. thanks chances toy but maybe we could add some other colors to be like caution and stop something intuitive. yeah i think i think changing up the colors is good for sure for like because yeah because we do have a lot of interwoven trails but i do like my main recollection of trail signs thinking back like last summer i went up north and rode highland and mountain creek again um and like i i pay attention more to that stuff now just seeing what other parks are doing and yeah like i think it was creek all they have is these little probably like four inch diameter circles with mm-hmm. their their trail signs on them not like the actual trail name but like merge caution whatever it is like i think we're doing pretty good on signs yeah know. that's just my thought on it, it. Was I mean, just it a general interesting conversation yeah we're if, talking if about people it, aren't but, paying attention they're not paying yeah. attention it's that simple the flags are nice like you said especially on bigger features yeah, the, the pluses because on, on lips are it gives you air air yeah. speed like wind sense as well especially on bigger features deer valley had something like that because they have one run that goes to a big valley you watch any watch any whistler video mm-hmm. they have that on every single jump it's windy areas it matters i mean you remember when mike it's got not about tossed. the wind it's just about this is a lip oh it's just for that yeah yeah they're the little like little metal stake yeah. flags yeah i know it should I, I thought it would still apply like for windy areas too yeah that's like, a bonus. i still i'm still for we need to get a windsock for um the 50 footer straight on yeah. air supply like the wind there i've seen it happen mike mess your whole day up oh yeah it, i mean me and josh were fine we're on heavier bikes and mike's bike just got swept right right out from under him yeah it was pretty crazy but it, it makes sense. He's super boosted, and it's easy in that section to go above the tree line, yeah. which means the trees are blocking the wind a lot, and you go above it, you're going to get extra wind. I mean, sounds that, crazy, but if you look at it. It is like a, a wind funnel in there below the trees because it's a long, straight section, and the wind, it does come straight at you sometimes and can like slow you down. You end up casing, or it can come at your back and you end up way overshooting everything. So wind definitely affects that. Yeah. I guess that's an interesting uh, last trail update, although it's not immediate, but something we'll be talking a little bit more as it comes closer is, is I know y'all are talking about getting the tarps off and in the near future, starting the resurface of yep. air supply. Josh and I went up and we rode quads up the whole thing this week. Um, got a semi game plan going for that. 
hopefully I'll be able to start on that next week or the week after. Um, so sometime soon. We're trying to figure out what it would take to run at least upper air supply year round. Um, Much more plausible. Not like in the rain year round, but for winter time, um, I think we're going to play around with getting some yeah. sand mix in the clay and that yellow clay jump. Yeah. Um, and just what it would take to do that and getting our tarp system better. And then for the entrance, that's going to change. It'll be a drop into the trail. Josh, Josh wants to have a roll around because roll around more tires on it. I want no roll around because no roll around squirrel catcher keeps people that are going to crash on the trail off of it. Yeah. But the rest of the trail is rollable. It's rollable, right? But you get the the instance mm. where someone isn't paying attention. Oh, yeah. We've had it happen multiple times, and they go off the drop side of the trail instead of the roll side of the trail, and they end up crashing. Well, not just that, but even that first drop um, up towards the top on air supply, like the roll around does kind of freak people out because originally uh, – people would ride the trail and just roll everything and then they were fine on that drop go around but now it's kind of a drop and it's kind of steep and then that freaks people out too so if there was something a drop to begin with then yeah that keeps people that shouldn't be on there off of there i don't know that's just my opinion i mean more tires is better for the trail for sure yeah um, and it is one of those experiences where uh, i mean a line is similar in whistler right people right people go out there and you can roll a line i don't know i've never been out there you you watch really not that good of riders go right a line yeah um but it's because it's you just go right because it it's an yeah. experience and for some people i mean we and being in the shop air supply is that there's a lot of people that if they pay attention, they do ride the roll rounds of the bigger drops and they don't come in too fast, like right. overconfident and then mm -hmm. like a, a drop, which is you can roll the drop. But if you're coming fast because you got cocky by that point, yeah, then it's easy to blow that drop. Right. Yeah. So there's a balance to that. But there are a lot of people that pay attention and do roll it and have the best time just because it's something they've never seen, never experienced, mm -hmm. and which For is sure. which is part of it a little bit. But um but you the, don't want to focus the trail and the, and features on the trail around that aspect because that's not what the trail's for. So here's where I think it gets most dangerous. And I've had this happen to me maybe a half dozen times. Summertime, you know, busy weekend, shells are going. Someone gets off the truck, goes and rolls air supply. Next truck comes up, next truck comes up, I'm on it, I go and ride air supply. They're on the 50 footer rolling it as i'm coming down and i hit it and i'm like basically jumping over them yeah that's fair point it too. gets it, it, yeah it, i mean that's on me right i need to yield to the rider ahead of me but it it could get very dangerous yeah it, stuff like that two different pacings like that something it's it's while it is on the rider there's like points in times where you might not see them rolling down the landing and you don't even know to react until you're sending yep. it I mean, and you do see videos like that go across the internet all the time. It does, it's something that happens. But yeah, trying to minimize where and when and how often that happens. Fair point. Interesting conversation. Not like yeah. we have an answer yet or anything, but 
something no, to talk further I mean, with Josh. But I yeah. think I think the the decision is there will be a roll around okay. on that that drop at the start. I think it just makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's not going to be a big drop by any means because it's you don't have you have to pedal into it no matter what. Um, and then I think Josh did say yes to uh, wall ride on the first jump, and Steve said he'll come out and help us with that. That'd be sick. So I'm stoked for that. That'll be fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Wall rides. So air supply in the new in the near future, but not anytime. Now that, and even if we start on that, like you say, if you start on that in a week and a half, two weeks, like that's a project right there. So So here's the thing. A lot of it actually like we can rake because it hasn't been ridden in so long. The dirt is soft on top. So a lot of it actually just needs a rake and a quad pack. That's and it's nice. pretty much good to go. Yeah. Um a few little there's, fixes. There's sections that the machine will have to come in and just do a little scratching, but it's in much better shape than you would have you would have thought. So well props then on the last rework and tarps are overall working pretty well. I know we've had some issues with them, but at least they're doing most of their job. Tarps have I mean tarps have done a good job. A lot of them have blown off and all over the place, but the, the surface underneath looks good, I think tires does that blue groove like you look at dale dale still has a blue groove on it really that's dale is perfect and it's never been tarped or anything no yeah never been tarped it is like you wouldn't want to change it right now nice that's good then which is pretty sick yeah because a lot of work went to that last time yeah for sure we were there for a while there's a lot of dirt in that turn in general there is even like the first time through, I'd imagine I wasn't out here for that, but I'd imagine you moved mountains for that. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> Getting dirt for that last time. Was the last time we did it the one where Dusty put the, the skid steer in the ditch? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a mission and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all were hauling dirt for a while. Where Dusty was in the little skid for probably a couple of days getting good dirt on top of it. And it's, so sketchy in that little skid there's no flat bottom there's no flat bottom it's it's, you're leaned over you're in the drain yeah so yeah but it's holding up good which i'm stoked on yeah and most of it most of the trail looks good so hopefully that'll go real quick what's crazy about air supply and we'll progress through that is it's that's the first trail that was built out here Mm mm-hmm and the, I guess the renditions it's gone through because it got built. When it first got built, that was the only trail that was here, so it got the most tires on it. And then other trails started getting built. The most tires. Still not which a is, <laughs> the The total tires it got on it before opening is probably less than like a normal weekend yeah. in the summer. That's It's a relative <laughs> statement of to- a lot of tires, but it got more tires than anything else on the mountain because as y'all were building it, that's all y'all were riding. Yeah. And I say that as a segue because it's start talking about your journey here and that was the first trail built. But I mean, that was the first trail built and that was a big undertaking. And then it had to get redone. Once all the other trails started getting built, it got no tires on it. So it sat all last winter, yep. turned into a little bit of a rainforest when springtime came around, mm-hmm. got cleared back out, open for race weekend, got race, which is crazy, but put a good blue groove into it mm-hmm. and then actually start tarping. We didn't do an intermediate after race weekend. Did we redo it again ever? No. Yo, you, no, you took we... one resurfacing pass through it, I thought. I think we've done two resurfacing passes on it since opening so, one yeah or two. I, I only remember two 
So I think one for race Two, weekend yeah. and then one since then, since we've opened, we did one more like pass yeah. at it. So it, that's a big trail. So, I mean, they've each resurface has gotten better each time we've done it. Yeah, I think the... And this one's going to be even easier. The interesting, I don't know. The thing we'll have to see in the future is like, do summer rains affect it more than winter rains? Because we get hard rains in the winter, but summertime it's all dry and you know the dirt can get super loose so is that is that dirt getting affected harder in the summer even though it's hard pack i feel like when it goes super 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 dry and gets like dusty and moon dusty and then you get a heavy rain i feel like that's when it's super impactful that's yeah. when you get a lot more dirt because washed we, down. we redid it towards the end of last summer was mm -hmm. the last time and then it ran all fall and then this winter it doesn't look nearly as bad as it does as it did before we did the last resurface. When you have all that space dust, one rain, that stuff's all the, ends up in all the drainage, ends up down, right? It just runs down with the water so much easier. Dude, that's something I don't miss is leaf blowing, dust, dust blowing, <laughs> oh. air supply. God, that is a mission. Du double wide too. I mean, you're dust blowing double yeah. wide also. All the trails. It, it's great when you're done. It is great because it just looks like a brand new trail again. And it yeah. takes, it's so easy to just blow all that scratchy stuff off the top and it looks good, but it's a mess when you do it. Yeah. It is. The good old days. They'll be here sooner than we know. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for next fall blowing leaves. <laughs> we should actually be doing with leaf blows. Well, we might actually not have to leaf blow this summer because our 800 shit's bed. So mm. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. That little 600 ain't going to kick it. <laughs> All right, then. As we, I guess, talked about air supply, first trail out here, and before we transition into the story of uh, Squilliam and how he ended out here doing his thing, you want to hit some of the upcoming events we got going on, Drew? Yeah, I know this Saturday, Free Flight is coming out for a demo bike day, and they're going to have some Santa Cruz bikes and some Trek bikes. Um. Not sure where they're going to set up yet, but wherever they do end up setting up, just be sure to bring your license with you and stuff, and you can get those bikes on the trails as soon as possible without having to come back and grab your license if they happen to be at the second gate, the shuttle pickup area. Yeah, and that should be good. Free Flight's a big sponsor of the park. A lot of friends work out of the, the shop at Free Flight's. Yeah. I'd imagine the free flight boys will be out too, so that'll be fun. I mean, guessing Kaysen will be here. Have you heard, Will? I'm sure he'll be here. Kaysen runs a lot of that stuff, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, so I'm sure Kaysen will be here. A lot of them will be out, so that'll be cool. It'll be good to see that. Yeah. Um, a lot of different bikes to try, Santa Cruz and Trex to try out. I'm sure they'll have the full range to, out here ready to rip, but everyone's going to want those long travel ones for out here. Long travel e-bikes. Yeah, or just long travel bikes as well. That Mega Tower is good for out here. I guess in talking about bikes, they're going to be demoing some of the bikes that we will have for rent coming soon. I think yeah. Josh was talking Monday. He's going to be doing a release and we should have all of our new bikes that we have for rent available online uh, and available for booking and everything. So that's exciting. Yep. So ride some demos. They'll be for rent here also after that. Some of the ones are demoing, but they'll have treks also, which is nice. Yeah, some well, variety. We got some riders out here slashing and smashing the trash, the treks, <laughs> the trash, the, the treks. Wow. Dean's on his slash. There's a Igor still Igor slapping. Igor rips the piss out of the slash. He does. Oh, yeah. I got to laugh with him on Sunday. I mean, 
when I say I got a lap with Igor is like we dropped in at the same time and I saw him for like the first turn and yeah. then I didn't see him again after he was that. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's way faster than me. He slaps turns so hard. He's abusive to him. He does. He does. Yeah. And yeah. the trees. He'll he'll love to have some trees. <laughs> um, and then April sixteenth, we have the day after Supercross charity event sponsored by Red Bull. Uh, all the profits for that are going to go to Red Bull Wings for Life Spinal Cord Research Foundation. Going to have food truck out, Red Bull mini moto race. Um, they're going to bring out mini moto bikes for that. Set up a little course. The winner of that will win a big prize. They're going to have a lot of other raffles going along um, that whole day. I think it's a Sunday after the Supercross race Saturday night. They're going to have some pro riders out potentially, um, yeah. just meet and greet and, and riding and everything. So that'll be fun. That's and April 16th. That raffle has big prizes, right? Big prizes in the raffles. I don't know what all they are. They'll be posting some about what's coming up, yep. but big prizes and stuff so like stay that. stay tuned. That'll be a cool day. There's a good crossover between moto and mountain. I mean, obviously, Will, you moto all the time. Josh is a big moto guy. Quite a few of our, our regulars are big moto guys. So it's cool to see the uh, crossover go the other way. Some of the moto people coming out for mountain biking stuff. Yeah, it's definitely huge crossover. I think starting in either sport benefits the other going to it. Um, they're both very similar and very different at the same time. But it will be super sick if we do. I think we I think we're supposed to have the red bull ktm some of their riders so that'd be cooper webb um would be their 450 main guy and then um a couple others so that will be pretty dope um i'm excited for that i'm the fanboy all day fanboy <laughs> fangirl uh, but the mini moto race um should be a pretty sweet prize for that i'm excited for that definitely gonna go Try and kick some ass in that and get schooled. Can anyone enter in that? I don't know. I wonder how this. I mean, I have no clue. Yeah, we don't know all the details. We'll have some more released on the Jared's Place Instagram. But yeah, it might be like a kids enter on fifties or qualifying, and then you get like, down to finals. Or, or well, fifty cc bikes, or they might have one ten. So I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a wild weekend, I think. Mm -hmm. That's April sixteenth, and it's very good call. So come out, meet some pro moto riders, ride your bike. Have yeah. some food truck food and support a good cause and win some prizes, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's most of the big fun stuff going up. Coming up. Yeah. So today we decided, I guess, Will, you posted on your Instagram at Squilliam. Friday was your uh, two years out here since coming out and your first, uh, not really coming out and scoping, I guess, your first time coming out and actually starting to work. First day of work. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. So what better time now than now to get your story of mountain biking and your adventure of how you ended up here instead of being a proper college student like you should be? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. Don't well, don't got, get all shy about it now. No, right? I got got through one one semester of college, just barely. I was, you know, took all my classes online. It was mid COVID. I was fed up with it. Spent most of my time in my dorm room or at the homies dorm rooms i got a lot of good biking up there i think that's the lot, frustrating part about that is because you're up in the middle of some really good biking but the overall I, well, I mean we rode bike park every weekend pretty much i can't complain about the riding at all it was because where were the you school uh U university of vermont yeah so in burlington but we had access to everything i mean we we went all the way down to thunder for a weekend like 
I mean, we hit Burke a lot, which they do EWS is at Burke, and the top of the mountain stuff at Burke is insane. The bike park's like a small little family vibe, but still super fun. Yeah. Um, the biking scene up there is crazy. Um, I know the ski scene, skiing scene is too, but didn't make it that far. But COVID semester, I was fed up with it, and Josh, Josh hit me up probably november late november early december um probably like a month after i took finals maybe less than that but um saying him and jared were looking at a new property um i knew both of them decently well before just from jared's old spot um but decided to uh i'm well this this spring will be the semester um in january i got finally kicked out of vermont right but i took academic leave for the last two years so you could have gone back at any point yeah so i could have gone back they give you four semesters of academic leave so um you know decided to do that see where it took me and ended up here worked my ass off and had a good time and that's an interesting story too. Because before here, how much excavator work did you have? Zero. I had, <laughs> actually, I had probably five minutes. My buddy Braden in high school, he had, they had like a a tiny little mini X. It was about the size of the uh, our little mini, the one seventy. Um, and they left the keys in it. They were doing some like, oh, landscaping no. work in his front yard. It was, I was probably a sophomore in high school. <laughs> and we turned that thing on and i swung the sticks around and i had no clue what i was doing we thought it was hilarious <laughs> but i mean to me that's crazy looking at it is the ability and the quickness especially at your age that you can absorb what you have been able to over the past two years because uh, trail building experience but no excavator experience and then josh trusting and letting you get into an excavator getting you the hours and then what you're building now in a yeah. short period of time relative to what like most people or a lot of people i think would be able to like i think grow and and transition trail building that fast i mean i think shovel work still helps knowledge on how something should look and ride obviously helps a lot when you're building but being able to translate it into a machine is still like a skill and something that takes a lot of time yeah i mean i was definitely i built a lot of illegal trails in high school um me and the boys had a bunch of spots that got shut down but I th I think that experience helps for sure, but I definitely have a lot of gratitude and um, towards Josh and Jared for giving me the opportunity to get into a machine. I wouldn't be where I where I am doing what I am doing what I do without them. Um, and then to Hayden Hayden um, Ketwich from he runs Style Dirt. Um, he really was a mentor to me and to Josh when we were first starting out here, he got me my first couple hours in a machine. He would put some rocks on the trail or have some trees to move and just let me get, get in there and spend 30 minutes futzing with it. And it was the best, best thing to me on air supply on the third straight of air supply. I'll never forget that. I just got in there and had no clue what I was doing and, he just let me learn and then got me more time moving trees, clearing. And I owe a lot to him for getting me the time and teaching me the skills of how to properly build stuff 
you know, all the, all the little things he, he really helped me with. So. Yeah. It's still a skill. Even since then though, you're receptive enough to fine tune even further, like a good base, but then you just keep building upon that. Yeah. I mean, there's never, I'm always trying to, to learn more. There's always more to learn for sure. Um, you know, the ways to make my, my job faster and better and to make the, the crew's job easier. Um, there's always things to improve on that. So still a work in progress, but I think I've come a, a good ways. I think the first time I came out here, which was still, it was farther into it. The first time I came out and volunteered, y'all were on upper mountain. No, no. I was working on upper mountain stuff. I think you were down by the shark fin and you're in the machine. You're in the bobcat that y'all had out for rent at that point. Oh, the E32. That was a nice machine My too. favorite machine, dude. Uh, <laughs> that thing but auto greased. Oh. You were on a drainage <laughs> ditch duty still at that point. A lot I did of drain. A lot of drainage ditches on air supply. And <laughs> it's just time. That's all it is. Time. A lot of it's time amazing. on the sticks, just moving yeah. dirt and tree, a lot of trees to cut for when you're doing drainage ditches because you're just over in the crap that wasn't cleared for the trail. And I, my drainage ditch work has gotten like, I now know so many different ways to do a drainage ditch than the way I did it to start out. But what Hayden told to me back then, and I, I think it's absolutely true, is it takes 30 hours to know the controls. It takes a hundred hours to be able to do what you think in your head without thinking about what you're doing with the controls. And so getting like doing all the bullshit work, having like air supply was the perfect trail for it because there was an endless amount of, of bullshit, easy work to do that wasn't like fine tuning, wasn't, you know, doing all the little things. Um, so yeah, I think, I mean, I definitely got, probably a solid 100 150 hours on air supply just drainage ditch and clearing trees and moving dirt nothing nothing finesse i remember on the 50 footer hayden like told me to do the lip on it and i was so nervous i i did not do it good at all i was like oh man i cannot do this but you learn yeah and then next time through when you redid it it's even better. Yep. Yep. You've gotten pretty good. Now I just call finishing work cleaning up after you. I'm trying to get to that point. Because there's a lot of stuff like when I have Zach or Jason helping, it's just like you tell them to rake it. Like you don't have to do anything else to it. It's just like clean it up, pack it. It's good. Move to the next one. Yeah. It's that easy. The balance now for me is getting the right amount of efficiency and speed and also cleaning it up good enough to where it's not a lot of work. And I'm like, I'm, I'm very stoked on how our Moochie turned out and I did, it definitely wasn't a perfect finished job on the top section, but after some rain, rain packs everything down and yep. we haven't done much a little lopping and some drainage work that I did not do well on. <laughs> I I have done a little drainage work. It's okay. But in terms of efficiency, I mean, what total time? That was two weeks, like two five day weeks, probably total, it was including rain days mixed in. They're two not two weeks and two and a half days. I did the math the other day. 
and, and that's not a, a long. Yeah, that's, it's not short. Yeah, it's a long trail. It might but be our longest or longest. It is definitely our longest trail. But I will say, we have now figured out the clearing beforehand. Like that would have taken more than double the time with all the clearing work. There's no, there's no guesswork on where you're going. There's no, I mean, I have to clear wider than we have to clear with, with the chainsaws because I have to be able to move all the trees through there. It's looks cleaner because you guys can, you know, pack all the trees into the side and yep. that work sucks to do. It does. It's awful, but it's, it, it, for efficiency, it, it makes such a big difference. It was so nice just going through and plucking stumps and building trails. Yeah. Well, I think also an efficiency to number of features. Features take time, stacking them, getting the dirt. Yeah. Not that it, it, small there features was, I, on double wide and stuff don't take that much time, like some of the smaller no, little doubles, but it's still time when you're yeah, adding in that is extra also, features. It's, it's a, basically just a bench trail. Yeah. Um, there was like maybe two or three spots I borrow pitted to build a roller. That was it. Yeah. So that definitely. It's super quick. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's an easy trail to build, but I mean, time-wise, it's a long trail to get done and we got it done, machine work done pretty quick. I mean, yeah. machine work and then a couple of weeks of clearing work and a couple of weeks of finishing work. I mean, it all evens out, but. I think it was funny from our perspective, I guess, because Drew and I basically started at the same time. We started the same day. Started like the same uh, like time. started working. Yeah, I think you and Dusty joined a week or two before me and Chris. Me and Chris started on the same day. Okay, I think y'all were like maybe a couple of days after us. Like we oh, might okay. have started like on Thursday, and y'all came in on like a Monday. What was or the something. first thing you worked on, Drew? That that big berm right before the loose rock garden on pre roll. Yeah. So it was okay. Like four so days. like yeah. Like there's yeah, like yeah. We literally came days, in I think on yeah. a Thursday, and they started on like a Monday, Tuesday, yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, so we were pretty close. So basically, yeah. But yeah. But so by the time I came out here to actually work and not volunteer, double wide was done. See, uh, air supply was done. Senior was done. Mm -hmm. So I worked with you and it was like, that was a stretch of three months through the winter where there's no machine work, mm -hmm. which was like an interesting flip. Just it was all machine work. Air supply is huge. Then double Y was a pretty big machine work project. And then you're like, out of the machine hand tools and we did all all single and track and for like three like months three weeks of benching and up and up trail. Yeah. and then it was all yeah. single track trails complete mix up and then finished all of those and then it was back to resurface mode so it was like a complete mind flip again where it's like all right drop all of that stuff and for us still learning it was technique changes because mm -hmm. what you do for single track dong fang local pro that stuff up there it's completely different they're going over behind a machine and finishing double white is like a complete flip up when you're still learning yeah. stuff you're like oh all right this whole new whole new game now like yeah. everything changed it was fun to go through that but yeah like we started and you weren't in a machine for probably three to four months yeah three months until well like, there were times you broke it out to do yeah, little there, there little things yeah. But yeah we didn't do any machine work for the longest time yeah till we went back to resurface work and bottom of local pro that was like the well, real I've, first i've done the thinking on it and every single trail in the park including all the top trails have machine work on them yeah because if you think about the bottoms the bottom. The last turn on uh, pre-roll is was machine right the there. Last at the last two turns on pre-roll. The very top had a machine touch it, and the very bottom of um, Ladybug, that new yeah. exit 
Well, even the old exit. Yeah. Well, yeah. did I touch the old exit? I don't think so. No, the old well, exit was straight bench. In, yeah. The pipe in, so that yeah. counts. Technically. Dong Feng, drop bridge, pre-roll, bottom section. Yeah. It had some yeah. machine average somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, but... Somewhere, little yeah. bits, little bits, yeah. mostly ladybugs. Yeah, ladybugs. Updates, updates on a uh, local pro or machine. Yeah, yeah, a couple burn. Yeah, well, not all the updates. I mean, y'all did a not lot of work of up them, top, but just add to your list. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the interesting story of Squilliam and how he ended up out here being a park rat bum, big bum <laughs> guy, big RV guy, RV living. Uh huh. It ain't the worst life. We've talked about it before. Nope. It's a great life. Wouldn't trade it for anything. Definitely not for fucking college. That's for, not fair. For all the for all the children listening, if there are any. I don't know what to tell you. That's not a fair conversation. <laughs> you you had a unique experience, right? Like there's so many things that could have changed and could Definitely. have gone differently, but you had a unique experience. And like I, I vibe with how you approach that. Cause like that's not what you're looking for in a college experience. Like I would have done the exact same thing. Where you're like you're yeah. literally like you're going to college for like the writing and for like part of the social aspect. And when you're just like sitting yeah. in your room for all college, like that sucks. Yeah. So but like I definitely do have a different perspective on college now than I did when I dropped out of college to work. Like back then I was just fed up with it because of COVID and online classes. Now my perspective is more of college is not necessarily the end all be all you have to do this to get a job Mm -mm, not at all um i think it's it's definitely i think the years after high school are formative years in your life and for a lot of people college helps you get through that and gives you four years where you can still be learning and you have four years basically to figure out what you want to do there's still a lot of structure to it right so it's structure which definitely helps a lot of people yeah um but I mean, my I I know my my uncle and my nephew or not my nephew, fuck, my cousin listen to this. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that far along yet. Uh, but Randall and Nick listen to this now. Um, but like they, Randall, my my uncle and aunt like tell me to tell Randall and Allison, my other cousin, to you know not not follow down the path of bumming <laughs> but what i want to tell them is you should <laughs> you really should <laughs> it's it's a tough thing i mean look at the crowd we have here we have a very wide range i mean oh, yeah. i'm 34 you're 20 and we go through like i mean I, my you perspective you lived corporate america life yeah for years oh yeah and we'll, like earned actual money yeah and we'll dig into that's on other episodes yeah. yeah like we're coming from the opposite end where like i'm pumped for what you're doing my opinion, we've talked about it a couple of times, is you can always go back to college. Like I went to college and I had mm-hmm. college people in my classes that were my age. I had high schoolers that were in my classes because you can go to college early. And I had old, like 35, 40 year olds, old and I'm almost 35. I've but, had even older than but that. Yeah, but like uh, military retirees and like older people in classes like that, you can go back to college at any time for a technical degree, for a bachelor's degree, for a master's degree. Like you don't have to do it when you're 18. Like, yeah. So here's here's another interesting opinion perspective and it doesn't it definitely doesn't apply to all fields but the generation of internet learning it's going to be interesting to see how that shifts right because you can learn most things you obviously can't 
go on the internet, YouTube, how to be a neurosurgeon. But for a lot of things, you know, you can, there's online, online programs that you can do while working that aren't going to cost you 40 grand a year to go and figure out what you want to do. So I think it's going to be a shift away from college in the next 20 years. I mean, it's already started, I feel like, but in, in your, your area, think about engineering and the ability to download something similar to AutoCAD SketchUp or something like that. Go watch YouTube videos, take yep. something, model it out, find someone or buy a 3D printer for $400, $500, $600 or find someone that has it, print what you just did and test it. Yeah. Like in terms of how fast you can do that now without needing the college, one of the benefits of colleges is equipment they provide. Mm -hmm. So when you get in like robotics and stuff like that, like all of that's provided to you in a lab, but how accessible a lot of that stuff is now. And then with YouTube to be able to learn how to use it, it's already heading that way. Look at what like the YouTube yeah. channel, the grind hard plumbing co and like those types of channels, like what they're creating just out of their basement with doing stuff like these, uh especially in the engineering field like autocad isn't hard time it's 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 time everything takes time right yeah. you got to learn it you need you need experience the shift is going to have to be in in companies looking for new employees right if if the college degree matters a certain percentage then college is going to stay rev like what's the word Relevant. relevant relevant yeah that is definitely go. the big blocker is what's acceptable right which is changing as well because you'll see places like tech georgia tech offering short like basically become a full stack developer in 18 weeks yeah it's not a degree you come out and you're basically like certified by georgia tech saying they've developed enough apps and they've gone through this program to say that they could jump into your company and do the same thing yeah you're not graduating tech with a degree it's a boot camp basically they give you the run through and exposure and they teach you and everything like that, but that's accepted and that mm -hmm. will get you into the workplace and on, in that field. And then you learn more and everything. But yeah. yeah, that's Georgia Tech doing something like that. And that's a massive college. Yeah. So I it's mean, already guess, becoming more acceptable yeah. to not just have a degree and have other things like that. Degrees still hold value, though. There's I don't I guess I mean, my my opinion is definitely skewed. I don't have the I don't have a great view on what the full college, like the time at college, especially uh, I was going to school for mechanical engineering one semester of that, which meant, you know, You're English all and, bio and, and stuff like yeah. a basic AutoCAD class. And I did, I took STEM in high school and I had six years of doing AutoCAD, yeah. AutoCAD. And that was a breeze. You can do much more. You can do much more with that than what I, I know how to do. But one thing like Jake, Jake Smith, he goes to tech. Um, and the, experience that that program provides is definitely something you can't get from like internet learning like they did a project with the military designing a camo yeah like that's not something you can you can just get from your like, and that's part of the college yourself. experience in those boot camps is yeah. is the projects that they know are industry specific and that they can force upon you and like they know and can and have the ability to create very specific projects and environments for you to learn specifically in Yeah, where it's easy to watch a YouTube video. Oh yeah, I get it. Not actually ever go try to apply it or really dig into the processes around it and just learn the high level details where going through it is like, yeah, you have to do that project or you're not going to get a passing grade forces you to go through that process structure again. Right. 
because yeah. you could learn all of that independently, but you'd have to force yourself, learn something, get a project, sit down, do it, fail at it, work it until you got it right and then do it again. But that takes a lot more independent control and like drive to do something like that. Right. Like yeah. buying a welding kit and sitting there and welding up a stupid little Rubik's cube, but the project makes you go through 500 welds and you get better at it at a certain point. Yeah. But that takes self-discipline. Yeah. I don't know. I think my opinion on school is skewed because I was a delinquent in high school. And well, it's definitely college. skewed, but it's an interesting perspective, especially like for us, like Drew and I sitting on the other end of it. Yeah. Like, right. Well, I think if you just have a calling, you should probably chase that. Yeah. And then if that wasn't what you end up doing, you still have options. Go back to college, whatever. Yeah. That's I think that's that's a fair point, because that's a calling where it's like, when else would you maybe if you went to college didn't do this when else would you maybe have an opportunity to do something like this again i i probably wouldn't i i right. mean if i had stayed in college i i legally trail built up at vermont like yeah it's not that you wouldn't have stopped trail building but like not that i wouldn't stop trail building but i don't think i would, I would have ever had the opportunity to pursue this as a career as i do now yeah like i don't i can't see any other opportunity where I would get to do the same things I do and get to learn yeah. as quickly as I do here. And um, being yeah. a yeah. part of something to me, so impactful to the Southeast and to the bike park scene and the mountain biking scene is in general, but being a part of something so impactful, like you could have gone and trail built for Canuga or here two, three years after they're already open. And that's cool. You know, there's, you go trail yeah. build for places, but being a part of something from like the ground up, yeah. like seeing air supply and knowing you, you like, cut your teeth digging ditches in it like that's a much different connection to something yeah that's an yeah. opportunity that could have been lost for college which in terms of opportunities you can go seize that opportunity at any point in time i mean it's that and also the opportunity to like get put in a machine and have the time spent on me to be able to learn yeah like i i i'm sure there's places to do that but I mean, it's it's been an incredible experience that and now I get the creative freedom. Yeah. Which is now that you've cut your teeth, proved yourself is a dream. Yeah, it just is. Yeah. A uh, part of what's really cool about working here is like we're kind of all trusted to kind of do our own thing as long as it's like pushing us forward because like we have our list to do and then like sometimes I'll just go off, do something that is helpful like i mean i shoveled gravel out of the road today no one told me to do that but it's nice that it's not like all cut and dry yeah and then even like getting in the machine like even i get a little bit of time and just trying to like make the most of that and try I'm, to catch up I'm trying as to, I'm trying to soon get you as more possible time. me me and josh have got some things planned for you on air supply that'll get you some some good hours that'll be fun because like even was it today? Yeah, this morning. Just like moving some dirt over to the bridge. Like I was not really hesitant, but like I was like, all right, let me get controls again real quick. All right, let's go. I can yeah. dig now. That's the it way is, it is hard getting like small bits of time here and there where you you 
you gotta make the you most. You gotta of have it. consistent time to drive in. Yeah. The, the controls. Because otherwise, once you have that, it's it's easy. The first like five minutes or five ten minutes are spent just like kind of like you're saying fifty hours, hundred hours. First five or ten minutes spent relearning the controls, refamiliarizing yeah. it, getting used to the touch and feel of it again, where it's not natural yet. Yeah, I'm trying to skip that though. Like, once I get the controls again, I'm like, all right, I know what to do. Just do it. Just do it. Go. Got to catch up to William at some point it's exciting i mean there's no need to worry about any of that i mean well it's it's not a bad thing but it's helping because like i'm not like sitting there like being timid like get the controls again and all right i'm gonna go dig in the trust yourself and and just go with it yeah 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 you'll learn might knock a tree over or something but you'll learn (laughs) fuck them trees i know i mean it i can't remember a time in my first bit in the machine that it wasn't stressful but i don't think being in the machine should be stressful like you have to prove yourself or anything like yeah it's also but, a plus of where we are now because we're all we obviously don't want to waste time but we're not yeah, on like that's opening exactly deadlines or race deadlines or anything yeah so just it helps keeping, a little bit moving it forward yeah. and even like i mean at this point i am the finishing crew and then sometimes i get a little help here and there and then we go and get stuff done you are the entire crew true no the finishing crew <laughs> it's me and you as the trail crew yeah. yeah we've got a slim crew plus the boys on occasion nice to have nick here yeah uh, that kid can build a fucking lip oh yeah yeah wait till y'all see the step up. oh man <laughs> it just looks cool it looks good like it looks fresh it looks nice it's nice to see everything refreshed over there the when bridge we were, is nice when too. we were on the the backwoods step up i thought he was i, I didn't think he was ever gonna stop saying he needs to be a little bit taller. <laughs> like he went and test rode it. And he's like, he needs to be a little bit taller. He's made a little, t- a little bit taller. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Test steeper. rides it again. A little bit taller. All maybe right. like, maybe like a foot and a half or two. But on that statement, finished it, built it, opened it, rode it. What'd you just do when you went and redid it? Made it a little bit taller. <laughs> <laughs> made Not it a little bit, a lot taller. <laughs> made it a little bit taller. Yep. And that's how memes form around here. <laughs> Inside jokes. Yep. We got a few of those floating around. That's how it goes. Well, that's it. That's all I had for the day. Any quick updates? Will, what's the story with the clutch after the big, big moto ride with Josh on Sunday? Oh, uh, this story's not out there yet, but uh <laughs> Today, Junior. <laughs> oh man! What's funny a... is you've probably never even seen that movie. Yeah, have I haven't. No. <laughs> <laughs> he just googled no, t- t- I, today, I, Junior. I knew, the, I knew the clip in my mind. Okay, cut that. Cut that. But um, you can put that at the end. I know it's editing today, Junior. Had a great ride on Saturday. Where'd you ride Saturday? Went out, or not Saturday, Sunday. Went out to to Highland for my first ride back from. Was injuring my thumb. Got like basically two hours straight. Oh, you rode chill so you, rod. You rode Highland before you came here. Yeah, on yeah. I went okay. to Highland. Got there at like eleven. Rode till one. Left. Got up by. Got up to here by two. Me and Josh were planning on going on a little sneaky backwoods ride. Not backwoods trail, but the woods on the backside of the mountain ride. Um, turned the bike on. Started fine. Got up the hill. Fine. We got over the backside. Josh is up at the top. Like, where do I go? Because I just just went down where I know how to go. Like, I just went. And he was, like, revving at me and yelling at me. 
So I turn around, go back up there. He meets me like halfway up. And as I'm going, I'm like, like laying on the gas and it's just not spinning the tire or anything. Just barely going, get to him. I let out the clutch should have stalled and stopped, let out the clutch. It's just in first gear, just idling clutch all the way out. Hmm. So haven't fully, my uncle Nick got me a clutch pack from Texas. That should be there tomorrow. Got the insider hookup, but I got to take the whole thing of the the clutch apart and see what's wrong with it. um, Tomorrow. I don't know what it is. The cable was, there's like a little ball on the end of the cable, which, you know, it's like a mountain bike cable, right? It's got like the little thing. And there's a little bit of extra metal on that, on the end of it, where it's not supposed to be attached from, but from the, like on the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this makes any sense, but it, it was hooked on to that on the, the motor side of the clutch cable. So that would have tightened the clutch, pulling it in a little bit. So that might've been it um it was one of those fun things it was like the blair stream right you got all the way back yeah. to your house and it cranked up or back here in the parking lot so i got back to here i didn't try and ride it again i mean i put it in neutral and rode it down the whole mountain off i just thought something was like majorly fucked up and then got it home washed it turned it back on and neutral to to heat up and get all the water off the engine Decided to putter around the driveway, see if I could figure it out. Normal again. But I had, I took the whole clutch cover off at the park to see, because we thought it was maybe the the bolts were loose that hold the clutch back in. Those, those were fine. So I put it back on and had to reset the cable in doing that. So that might have been it. The cable um, issue you're talking about. I also <laughs> haven't replaced that clutch since I've had the bike and I've been ragging on it. So probably needs a new clutch back anyway but we'll see so like a true young gun don't know the real issue fresh clutch pack coming in and still racing this weekend yeah i think i'm committing myself to racing <laughs> it'll be my my first gnc gncc debut this weekend in uh c class you're Let's just go. you're coming in hot making it spicy for yourself oh yeah and it's supposed to rain an inch and a half on sunday oh really? buddy that's what josh said so that'll be fun i'm not going out there to go fast i'm just going out to have a good time well, with my cousin. it was about a year since the last race you did when was the last race you did mm, six months it's been a little over a year i think was it yeah it was last like last spring the one you did with randall yeah that was at highland right no that was at loretta lens oh yeah yeah okay it was loretta lens woods race yeah it was yeah. a winter off-road national race um so i think we're gonna, I'm gonna do that the gncc this weekend which should be gnarly gncc Two hour class is like thousand to twelve or thousand to fifteen hundred people in it. What's the payout for first? And C class probably zero dollars. <laughs> Not that you're <laughs> gonna get that either way. But. No, but and then there's the there's the three hour class, which is what Randall races. Um, is he gonna be there at that race? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he races the whole series. He's fully committed. Did he? He said he ragged himself in Florida last weekend. He. Like last lap of the day, I don't know what he did, but he went head first into a tree. Really? Oh yeah. no! He is a trooper. He's on a two fifty this year. He was on 125 two stroke last year, so he's he just wrecked a wheel a week or two ago too. I saw on it story. was last weekend. Oh, that, yeah, that same it was wreck. the same race. So he that was first lap. 
destroyed the rear wheel, went back, got his buddy's wheel, put it back on, and then got two more laps or two or three more laps and then destroyed himself. But he'll be out there. He'll be racing. He's strong. He's young. He's, he's strong. Yeah, he's young, strong. Built different. He is built different. And then I think not the, the weekend after this weekend, Josh and I are going to race the, the Sorks race. Nice. Which is near here. So Yeah, Kingston Downs. Kingston Downs. You'll see Brad out there. You yeah. might even see Joe Smith out there. He's a big moto guy these oh, days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, we'll get uh, Kyle to sign up. He is moto too, yeah. 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 Kyle Stovall. He was out... He was out this weekend again too. We do have the big TTC race. Is that that's coming weekend? TTC is going on. I don't know. Down I know. Coming up. Yeah. I know. I've seen a lot of people yeah, pre-riding. Yeah, it might it. be this weekend I think it's because this Charlie weekend. was pre-riding last weekend. Yeah, a lot of people were out pre-riding that last past weekend. A lot of people will be there this weekend, but yeah. it's going to be wet, and we've got some rainstorms coming and going. We just heard a little bit of rain patter of the roof, mm-hmm. but it's only Wednesday night, so don't yeah. stress it. But watch the forecast. Be prepared. I think that's about all we got. That's all we got. Yeah. All right. Y'all come back now, you hear? Yeah. Throw on the diddle. <laughs> Today, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'll get the actual thing pulled up. No, we need the exit one. This is the exit one. Oh, okay, sorry. See what the end sounds like. The end was pretty good. Not bad. Here's the last. Here's the last fifteen of it. Banjo provided by Tim Zierden. All right. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah.